Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kuan Saluja. Our first reading comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic, trait four. We either become alcoholics, marry them, or both, or find another compulsive personality such as a workaholic to fulfill our sick abandonment needs. Big Red Book, page 12. You know, I never thought work, I always thought like workaholism was, you know, associated to achievement, and something to be celebrated. And, you know, one of the gifts of recovery is someone, I think it was my first year, someone said, oh, that's trauma. And, you know, so, uh, you know, addiction is very much, uh, you know, not in a selfish way, but it just, it focuses just on the person. I think that's why a big thing they say in the recovery rooms is to give service. And I think part of the thing about service is it just gets me out of the head. And as Denzel Washington says um, in an awesome speech about, um, you know, service is the most selfish thing you can do for yourself. Uh, maybe not for codependence, though. As Pete Walker talks about, there's a link between, you know, servitude and helpfulness. When we first heard this trait, we may have had reflected on all the relationships we'd had those we supported financially, or those where we were supported, but which kept us under lock and key. You know, and this is where potentially like recreating childhood issues can create a betrayal bond. And betrayal bonds can cause confusion, resentment, and lack of clarity. There were broken people we tried to mend who had such potential. Why didn't they use it? Some of us had dangerous partners, but when they seemed to love us, the world was momentarily a happy place. And I think uh, this is why in sports, you know, or, you know, um, you know, in sports, I revered the high performers and I despised the, you know, the underachievers, the ones who had it all and wasted their talent. Um, you know, every, every opinion can be shaped by our world experiences. And I think that's why it's important to have new experiences to change them. Many of these relationships mirrored our childhood, but we didn't know we were reliving the past. We thought we chose these people out of normal attraction like anyone else. But that was our normal because we were only taught how to relate to compulsive, dysfunctional people. And maybe in healthy environments, compulsive, dysfunctional people is not the norm. In ACA, it is comforting to find different people to relate to, those who had also had rough and tumble relationship experiences, but who are choosing a different life. We begin to see how it is possible to relate to them in a new way. We see boundaries being set and maintained. We hear vulnerabilities shared, and we start to feel comfortable doing the same. We begin to trust others and our higher power, knowing that we are now capable of changing our pattern of self-destructive relationships. On this day, I will focus on my higher power and myself to find my center. This will keep me focused so that I can relate to others in a healthier way. The next reading also comes from ACA Strengthening My Recovery. The topic, Tradition 3. Adult children who are codependent, addicts, debtors, overeaters, sexually compulsive, alcoholics, and gamblers are members if they have a desire to recover from the effects of a dysfunctional family. And a lot of the aforementioned things for a lot of people does come from the effects of living in a dysfunctional family. And this is not to blame the parents. I mean, John Bradshaw said 95% of families are dysfunctional and the other 5% are lying. Back to the reading. 
We cannot turn away anyone seeking help from the isolation and madness of the effects of a dysfunctional upbringing. Big Red Book, page 505. The all-or-nothing thinking that most ACAs have before recovery would have us draw bold lines about who is a bona fide ACA member or not. Time has shown that the people coming to a meeting are the only ones who can say they are members. And once having claimed a seat, and with rare exception, no one can force them to give it up. Our fellowship welcomes anyone from a dysfunctional home, whether alcohol was present or not. Adults brought up in foster homes usually lived in dysfunctional situations and can also find a safe place with us to share the effects of their childhood experiences. There are some occasions when a member creates such fear that the group's conscience has to step in to set up appropriate boundaries. Fortunately, these instances are extremely rare. The scarier idea is that an adult child may be turned away from her door, usually by well-meaning ACAs who unknowingly let their own biases away. Just because someone doesn't talk or they yell, curse, pout, or cry does not disqualify them for membership. On this day, unless someone is creating a hazard to others or to the meeting property, I will do what I can to ensure that all members are free to express their experiences best they can. And that concludes today's re- readings from Recovering My Inner Child. Until next time, this is Kuwant Saluja reminding myself